can you hear me now? Oh, there you go. I got you. Yeah. I you didn't, got me? Yeah, I didn't have the uh, microphone up to my face. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to a short episode of The Dumb Will Speak on the road with Chalen. Uh I'm not on the road, but Chalen is. How you doing, Chalen? Oh, good. Just uh, arriving kind of uh, back in town tonight from the first night of the Truth Matters Conference. So night number one. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I've uh, got to... Witness in person for the first time in my life a living legend, Dr. John MacArthur, this morning opened up uh, Truth Matters. Oh, Just what time was that? Phenomenal. Say, say again. What time was that this morning? Uh, he went on at 9.30, which was 9.30 Eastern Time, 8.30 uh, Central Standard Time That's uh, when he went on. We were at the Ark Encounter. Um, very uh, small venue really 25 2400 2500 people uh got to listen to him and to say i enjoyed it is an understatement uh he give a how a christian cannot have a secular view of the world we must have a biblical worldview which is uh, in alignment with scripture and if we're not in alignment with scripture uh, then we are antithetical to script to, to scripture period to God. Oh, oh yeah, I would definitely amen that one hundred percent. Oh, it. I think that's the purpose of was, our program. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and then was pleasantly shocked because I've never heard him speak. So I'm not saying anything bad about him, but I never heard him speak before. Never, I'd read his teaching, but I'd never heard his teaching. Okay. Ken Ham was second. And Ken Ham was there? Wow. Of uh, uh, tr- uh, AIG? Answers in Genesis. Answers in Genesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Ken Ham was the second speaker. Now, I've never been to the uh, Ark Encounter. I was there. The last time I was there, they were building it. But I've been to the Creation Museum. I've just never been inside the Ark Encounter. I hear it's pretty cool. Oh, it was absolutely neat. That's the second time through the Ark. Uh, the last time was over five years ago. And they've added quite a bit. Uh, to the encounter. Uh, okay, so call me, call me stupid just, and disconnected, but is that where you were at today? Yes, I was at the Ark. I, yeah. Oh wow. So I've we we've kind of so you were up so you were up just south of since you were out just south of Cincinnati. You were in Covington that area. Yes. yes okay. Yes. So we had to come home tonight. My um, my youngest graduates kindergarten tomorrow, and I'm not about to miss. No, that. no, nor should you. So. And so as soon as that's over, then I'm going back to the conference, and I'm missing one of my favorite speakers who I'm going to want to watch, uh, and that is Phil Johnson. Oh, okay, uh, He's yeah. speaking tomorrow at 10 o'clock. You told me yesterday but that I, that was the one thing you, you hated to miss was Phil. I, but I got to meet two people in person and spend some time with them, and you'll never guess who those two people are and how down-to-earth they were, which I don't, I shouldn't be surprised at that because they're normal people like we are. Owen Strachan. Oh, really? Spent a considerable amount of time with Owen today, one on one. And the second was Justin Peters. Really? And was floored at some of the conversations uh, that you could have with these gentlemen, you know? 
That is great. Uh, and I don't I don't know that much about Owen Stragan, but I do I do know Justin Peters and have listened to him before. He's he's amazing. You know, we uh, I really want to listen to the whole presentation of the Cloud Without Waters. Him and I discussed that a little bit today. Uh-huh. And had a really pleasant 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 conversation with him. I mean, talking about from Jude, correct? The epistle of yeah, Jude. Like, yeah, he quotes it and he goes against um you know the charismatic people, and right. he, not goes against, but te- goes speaks against that teaching, I should say. Um, and he does a whole uh, lecture seminar for three nights, I believe. He comes in on Sunday morning. He exposits uh, that morning, and then you go to three ninety-minute sessions: Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday. Um, and he does three sessions on cloud uh, on. The, the charismatic teaching and I, I think I may be wrong here. I think Justin has cerebral palsy. Is that right? Do you know Roy offhand? Am I, believe, I, wrong I believe, No, I believe that's correct. I believe that's correct. And he spent considerable amount of time trying to go to some of these, uh, say Kenneth Copeland type things to be healed or Benny Hinn or some of those, uh, before, I don't, just before this, you know, his understanding of a biblical, what the, what, the Bible basis is for these things. And he realized the, that they're charlatans, and now um, he teaches against that. He teaches what is scriptural um, and just does a fantastic job. So I'd love to have him come in somewhere local to us and teach. That'd be great, wouldn't uh, it? I think it would be wonderful. Uh, I think it would be wonderful for people to see and get to witness something like that. So, so will will, will you will today. you? I got a question for you. Will you will you get to uh, hear Vody preach or anybody like that? Anybody? Vody's not here. Oh, Vody's not, not here. Okay. So, uh, Mike Riccardi from Grace. Right. Uh, he's speaking tomorrow afternoon. I'll hear him. Now he's a young fellow, uh, right? He's just in his like thirties. Mid thirties. Mid thirties. He said today, I got a. So we had a Q and A today. Phil Johnson was asking the questions. Okay. Uh, Mike Riccardi was on the panel. Um. Ken Ham and John MacArthur. So imagine that panel discussion. I bet that was interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. And um, so, how was Ken Ham? And, and you I, said you were surprised. You said you'd read some stuff, but you'd never heard him. I, I, I tell you what, I could listen to him all day. Uh, his, he's got his, a he's got a cool accent, doesn't he? <laughs> well, and it, but it's not that he's so interactive with the audience, and he has slideshows behind him, so he's got a PowerPoint behind him. As he does this teaching, and and so he's giving you um, stats that are really scary, and I don't remember offhand. I didn't, to be honest with you, my fountain pen ran out of ink with John MacArthur, so <laughs> I couldn't refill it. Uh, I'm taking ink with me the next time. Um, but there were some statistics from Barna, basically of the new generation uh, in 2022 or 2021, of the amount of millennials, which, by the way, he starts millennial at 81. I would like to point that out. For those of you who are wondering why I said that, I was born in 80, which is an ongoing argument over Roy and I, whether I'm a millennial or not. So according to Ken Ham, I am not. Let's get that out. Gen X. My wife is. Barely. So yeah, I don't care if I squeak by, I made it. I'm not. Um, I, it was a small percentage of millennials are actually Christian, especially the younger millennials. But here was a scary statistic, and I might quote this wrong. 
the same percentages of Christians that identify as identify with the lesbian by the LBGQ uh, community, the same percentage that is Christian, or I'm sorry, the percentage of Christians that agree is the same for non-Christians as it is for Christians that agree with that worldview. That's scary. So what you're saying is even the pagans, even the pagans are about as split as we are. Even even most of them realize yes. it's not right. Yeah. And he really did present it. The you you and I have said this for a long time. So this is not new to you, your myself, or you. All questions, biblically or just worldly, as we're speaking, are answered in Genesis one through eleven. Right. Everything yeah. is answered in Genesis one through eleven. Yep, and and it's the when most abu- abused or neglected, probably be- besides the Book of Revelation. They are probably it, the bookends of the Bible, and they're the most abused or neglected books of the Scripture. That's kind of sad and scary, really. If we if we can undo Genesis one through eleven, you undo the whole Scripture. Absolutely, know, that's why they want to do it. That's the, the whole point of yeah. revisionist Christianity, that aka liberal or modern or postmodern Christianity, it's its its trying to undo that. You know, this idea that we can get along with the world, we can have the same worldview as them and all that. No, you can't. I guess that was the whole point of MacArthur's sermon as well. No, you can't. You have to have a biblically-based worldview or you're not correct. You're not living by Scripture. You're living despite Scripture. Um, so you'll be gone part of that day tomorrow. Are you going back up then? You get to go to some more stuff? I'm going back up, yes. Okay, good. I'm, uh, I'm going back up. I almost texted you about it. I'm going. I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. What'd you say about? Well, I I almost uh, texted you this morning about a quarter to eleven. I'm glad I didn't. Um, uh, you were listening to you were listening to John MacArthur preach, and that would have been a shame for me to interfere by texting you what I was what I was doing. I, I was listening to some poor. What were you doing? I was listening to some poor reformed redneck goober attempt to exposit uh, Proverbs thirty-one about a godly woman, <laughs> portrait of a godly woman. I was listening to our most you recent bonus I, episode. We shouldn't platform that guy, really. <laughs> no, good job, Chalen. Although I was there when you preached it, uh, and I also was there when I did the recording and the editing. I still enjoyed listening to it today, all the way through. I, I really did. You did. That that was a really good message. It really was. You know, it wasn't your typical message. You do a lot of stuff about you know, be sure you're actually in the faith. You're you're really big on you know, knowing that you're saved. And a lot False of your converts. stuff, are, right? Yeah, you you attempt to deal with that a lot. And and also, what is real biblical salvation? You do a lot of soteriology stuff. So it was interesting to hear you just kind of speak about how God has blessed you and how God has blessed every godly man if he has a godly wife. And if you're not a godly man but you have a godly wife, you're doubly blessed because God is really shining mercy on you. <laughs> Absolutely. I thought and, and it was you great. you and I both have been talking about many times. We've been blessed with godly wives and we oh, thank yeah. you for it. And, Absolutely. You know, I kind of, they were aggravating me today because one of our uh, church, one of the fellow members of the church was sitting in front of us and Jamie went to get a snack and I, you know, she... I didn't think she would grab me once. I went to snack bar and bought one, and the member in front of us goes, "Well, remember you preached on her. You have a Proverbs thirty-one wife. You didn't think she'd get you a snack? <laughs> I guess I should eat those words, huh?" Oh and, yeah. Uh, so, 
But uh, but I did have a neat occurrence today. What's I'm that? To tell you this. Okay, what's that? So I go to the I go to the back of the room and there's this uh, booth set up and it is Grace Curriculum. Uh-huh. I'm intrigued because it's systematic theology for uh, for children, and oh. I thought, yeah, you know, it's kind of like catechizing, really. And I thought, oh, I'm gonna look at that for the girls. So I go back there and I, I look at it for the girls, and I get to talking to Eli, is the gentleman back there, and I tell him I'm an elder at, a, at our local church, and we begin to have a, a pleasant conversation. And he says, I tell you what, um, I'll send your church a free set, no charge to you guys to try out to see if it's something you want to use as a church. Send us the whole set as a church to try out. That's I pretty was awesome. Floored. Wow. But uh, we are safe. They don't have a bookstore. So, <laughs> you thought you were going to take out a... I picked on you Sunday at church and said you might need to take a second mortgage out of the house to, to afford all the books you'd like to get. My wife was tickled to death. She's uh, glad there's that, no bookstore, uh, I'm, I'm sure. That there was no bookstore. Well, no Jamie, and, Jamie's enjoying it. Yeah, she enjoyed it. Uh, she loved uh, MacArthur this morning. Phil Johnson kind of emceed a little bit. Okay. Uh, and Phil was hilarious um, doing the Q&A. I mean, the way they all interact another was was phenomenal so well let's face it when uh, it comes to ken ham you're either into apologetics or you're not and he is all about faith-based science and what the actual uh, uh paleontological uh record really shows you know what is the fossil record and, and what is the earth what is the age of the earth or the expected age of the earth and what, what should you find and versus what you actually find when you carbon 14 date things like that I've always found this stuff fascinating. I think, if I'm not mistaken, you know we homeschooled our kids growing up, when they were growing up, and I think sure. I think Sandy did use some of their materials for science for a while, just one or two years, just gave them a little background in that, because, you know, she tried to teach them all sides. She would tell them, you know, the evolutionist says, but then this is what the creationist says. We we gave them more than one type of science to uh, to, to learn so that they, you know, would be prepared for college in case they went to a state university, which they both did. So, I mean, you know, we knew they were going to be confronted with it, and we tried to prepare them for it, and I think I think they're fine. I th- they, they, they've not lost their faith. It, the part of it is preparing them so that they don't lose their faith. <laughs> uh, but, no, uh, man, I'm glad that it all went well. I'm glad you're going back. Um, so we, well, will, we will get another report, another field report from you. Let me, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm probably going to bring in Pastor Dan. Okay. For the next field report tomorrow. Sure. Possibly because we'll do a field report tomorrow. Okay. Your signal's breaking up. Uh, 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 Have I lost you? But I do want to say one thing. Okay. You're in Canada. Oh, it's the old thing here. You got me now? You're a little better. Yeah, yeah you're choppy. Welcome to the world. Welcome to the world of on-the-road interviews. Um, <laughs> what blew my mind today, Ken Ham uh, was going through his presentation, and he began to talk about guys that are platformed, you know, large, you know, mainstream guys that people, not mainstream, but well-known. Right. 
pastors or whatever who believe in a million-year creation. They believe in science over scripture. You know who one of the most disturbing clips he played was? Who was it? William Lane Craig. I did not know he had went that far bonkers. No, I, I knew he'd gotten into, um, um, oh, what's the thing? Because he did a debate on Unbelievable podcast with uh, James White. Molinism. Over Molinism. I knew he, he was really into middle knowledge and best of all possible worlds, top type alternative timelines. God sees things down a, a pipe of time, and that's how he makes his decisions, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I knew he was that way. I didn't know he was that full bore. Because, I mean, man, you know as well as I do, you being in, in university right now, that he's like the go-to apologetics guy nowadays for the mainstream people. Hey, I wrote a paper against him really? in seminary. And you remember this. I had to study him in my apologetics class, and I wrote a paper against him because I didn't believe with his view. Remember I told you I was afraid I was going to fail that? Right, because he was actually actually told me. He was actually part of your curriculum. You had to read him, didn't you? He was, I had to read him, and when I wrote, I destroyed one of his views. Well, he's the rock and star I nowadays. Thought he, I, he, he, I thought he I would is. fail. Well, he's actually the rock star now, you know. Uh, he is, um, how do you put it, He's his reasonable faith uh, website and channel on YouTube and his podcast and all that. And sometimes he can talk for hours. I mean, he can he can really get you with his words, but, I mean, sometimes I don't like the substance of what he's saying. Still there? Okay, we may, we may have lost Chalen's signal. You got me? Okay, you're back. I lost you. You got me now. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, we better wrap this up. I will say this. I after, uh, Yeah, we got to wrap this up. After hearing Wayne, William Lane Craig and some of the things he said, he actually said, I need to believe science over the Bible. I, am con- I, w- I became concerned to him today salvifically. Now, I can't ultimately judge finality there. Sure. But I became concerned for his salvation. Right. We're not the judge of souls and salvation. So, that's That's God's role. But... It is scary. It is scary when someone loses that much. They don't have enough confidence in the Bible to just say, no, this is what Scripture says, and so I have a presuppositional view, which is that I must follow Scripture. If, I'm, if you're going to follow the fact that Jesus was born of a virgin, entered into time, uh, born of a woman, and then lived a, a, a physical life, died a physical death, lived a sinless life, was resurrected on the third day, and also performed miracles, if you can accept that, why do you have a problem with the rest of the Bible? That's the part that gets me. Hey, William Lane Craig also denied a literal flood. Did you know that? There's a lot of people that do these days. Or they say it's a regional. Denied it was a, an, it was a, it was a Near yeah, Eastern that, flood. Yeah, that's a whole discussion, too. Yeah, it's a Near Eastern flood. That's a major view that's widely accepted amongst <clears throat> conservative scholars today. That term conservative scholarship really means nothing anymore. You and I are loony for actually taking the Bible to be literal. <laughs> Well, listen, Chalen, uh, I know you're driving, and I know that uh, we're having some problems with the signal. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take it literally. Yeah, I'm going to let you go, and we'll end this program. And uh, call me tomorrow or shoot me a text, let me know what's going on, and uh, we'll, we'll try to set this up again and do some more of these uh, on-the-spot reporting for the rest of the week of this, of this uh, 
conference, okay? Enjoy yourself and be very careful driving, okay? All right. God bless you. All right. You, All right. Bye-bye. Well, Chalen did say he would miss part of tomorrow's conference, but he'll be going back, and we wish him a safe journey uh, home tonight and back there again tomorrow afternoon. Thanks for letting us do this and be in your ears again. It's fun to do this podcast. We enjoy it. We're trying to get it out on a little more consistent basis. Sometimes it's just hard with schedules. As you can see, he's in another state, and I'm here. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. We'll get back with you as soon as possible. Until then, God bless.